We are Maria and Nicole. We're two secular homeschooling moms that have been, been there, done, done that. Congratulations! You've made the courageous decision to withdraw your child from traditional school, and now it's time to embrace the thrilling adventures of homeschooling. As you navigate this new territory, it's natural to feel overwhelmed and uncertain about the next steps. Questions like which curriculum to use and how to get started might be racing through your mind. And while your eagerness to dive right in is commendable, it's vital to not overlook a critical step, de-schooling. In today's episode 34, we're going to delve into the concept of de-schooling and highlight its importance after withdrawing your child from a school setting. And as usual, we want to stress that our podcast is an inclusive space for your everyday parents that are looking for education options. We are not here to convince you to homeschool. Uh, We want to stress that you need to do what works for your child and for your family. Every family is different. Absolutely. And you know your children best. So uh, feel free to take what advice or information you get from here that works for you and chuck the rest. Happy summer, Nicole. (gasps) Happy summer, Maria. We finally wrapped up spring. Yes. And school is out. We no longer have the museums to ourselves. I know. I I went to the mall the other day and um, school was still kind of in. I was like, what? Who are all these people? Like, why are they here already? Like Like, some of the school districts were out somewhere. I guess so. Or something. (laughs) I felt like I had another week. I guess we didn't. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Going to the mall over the summer or on the weekend. That's not a homeschooler thing to do. No, I often tell people that. I'm like, you know, the 100 percent number one reason that I homeschool is so that I don't have to go to the mall on a Saturday ever. So, <laughs> oh, well. or during the summer. See you museums in the fall. <laughs> See you fun field trips. And we got through the prom. We I hope, did. Yeah. The prom was late this year, so I really do feel like it kind of wrapped up our spring. It was the last big thing that we had in our crazy busy thing. And the, oh, and the kids had a great time, didn't they? They did have a great time. And I put a video, if you haven't seen it on YouTube, I uh, walked everybody through this incredible mega event. It was fantastic. Oh, it's so cool. I'm glad you did that because I always choose a job that I get to work at night so that I can see the prom because it is so cool. Like even the bathrooms are neat. It's just amazing. But I always see it in action because I work half the night over in another section and then I come over. So the prom's in full swing by the time I get there. So I haven't seen it in like the before stage that you had done the video in, which was really neat. Well, and I was trying to find you because I knew you were in the hotel working. You're in the seamstress room and I couldn't find you. Yeah. And I found out later you told me you were on the second floor. Yeah, I'm in one section for one night, and then I move over to the hotel section. But then I'm also moving around. It's cool. They give us a little chart that goes in our name tag, and they've got us moving. Like, every 30 minutes, we're in a different section. Oh, like, I Like, didn't know all that. the cogs that go into the wheel of running the prom, like, all these little teeny tiny things are just amazing to me. Wow. Well, it was really a magical night for all oh, our kids. Oh, it was. They had a ball. So, yeah, remember, your homeschoolers can go to the prom. Right. So don't worry about that. <laughs> So we are going to be talking to some possibly new homeschoolers today, and there's a really important step we kind of mentioned on the intro here, and so that's that fancy word, de-schooling. Yeah, and I want to clear up from the get-go that a lot of people do mix up the term de-schooling with unschooling. These are not the same things. Unschooling is an actual homeschool philosophy and like a method of homeschooling, but de-schooling is something totally different. So let's talk about it. Right. What is de-schooling? 
Well, it's all about taking a break from the traditional curriculum and structured lessons. The idea behind it is to give your child some time to decompress from that regular school environment and rediscover their love for learning. It's like a breather for them. During this period, they get to explore their interests, engage in unstructured play, pursue their hobbies, and really just follow their curiosity wherever it takes them. It's a chance for them to recharge, find their joy in learning again. And I want to clarify that de-schooling is not mandatory for homeschooling, but it is highly recommended and plays a vital role in your overall success. However, it's important to note that the duration of de-schooling may vary depending on the specific circumstances. If you're withdrawing your child from school due to a traumatic experience or a challenging situation, they might require more time for the de-schooling process than other people. Each child's needs and circumstances are unique, so it's essential to be flexible and allow them the time they require to transition effectively into homeschooling. Right. In the homeschooling realm, de-schooling is kind of like that superhero cape that's going to equip your child with the tools they need to thrive. It's just a temporary period of transition and adjustment, and it sets the stage for successful homeschooling journey. Rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling can potentially lead to disaster or, at minimum, set you back a little bit. Yeah. So, so take time to de-school. It's going to be an absolute game changer for you. Right. It's a pivotal moment in your homeschooling journey. It's an opportunity to break free from conventional education norms and embrace a more personalized and meaningful approach. It's a total game changer for your homeschooling journey. And it's all about finding that spark of excitement for learning again and letting your kid be their awesome, unique self. You're giving them the freedom to take charge of their own education and go on a wonderful adventure. And trust me, it's going to be transformative. You'll see your child grow and thrive like you've never seen them before. So take the leap, trust in the process, and witness the incredible growth and fulfillment that does come with de-schooling. Right. And de-schooling is not just for the child. This period of time is also really helpful to the homeschooling parent. Actually, do have time to get your ducks in a row and do your homeschooling research and figure out what you think your homeschool philosophy or style might be. This isn't something you have to have figured out before. You actually have time to figure this out, order supplies. You do not have to leave your kid in a bad situation just because you don't have your side of it sorted out or you don't think you have a plan yet. Go ahead and pull them. Pull them out now. De-school. Take the time to figure out things all the way before you jump into this new adventure. You're not going to ruin your child of any age, really. We're talking everybody. High school, elementary. You will not ruin your child of any age or make them behind by taking this necessary time to de-school. So just a reminder that this is a weekly episode. We drop one every Thursday morning just for you. And if you have any additional ideas or comments, please come and comment on our Facebook page on the episode thread or send us an email at info at btdthomeschool.com. We'd really love to hear from you. So back to de-schooling. Is it really that important? And should I really de-school? Yes, you should. This time of transition and adjustment is seriously important for a successful homeschooling journey. Rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling, especially after that traumatic experience, can set you up for failure. Take the time to de-school. It's like laying a solid foundation for the whole shebang by giving your child the chance to decompress, rediscover their love for learning, and really break free from that traditional mindset. You're setting them up for success, so slow down. Take a breather and let that de-schooling magic work its wonders. 
Exactly. De-schooling provides a much-needed space for emotional healing. It allows your child to process any negative experiences from their time in traditional school, regain confidence, and just rediscover their love of learning. We keep saying that, but it's, you know, a really important thing. You know, rushing into homeschooling without this healing phase can lead to emotional burnout and resistance to education. And it also helps you and your child break free from that rigid mindset that's imposed by traditional schooling. It's a chance to really let go of the pressures and all the comparisons and fixed ideas of what education should be. Rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling, it's going to result possibly in replicating the school environment at home, which could hinder the opportunity for a truly customized and enriching educational experience. You have the freedom to explore various learning approaches and adapt to your child's unique needs and their interests. De-schooling also allows your child to explore their interests and passions outside the boundaries of a set curriculum. This is something you might not have had time to do before. This is a time for them to engage in self-directed learning, dive deep into subjects they're curious about, and discover their unique talents. Rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling might limit their opportunity to explore and uncover their true passions. Right, and it also unleashes your child's creative powers. With no predetermined curriculum, they can delve into artistic pursuits, hands-on projects, imaginative play, self-expression, and all of that that fuels their passion and sparks their imagination. I've talked about this before, that we've been a very project-based homeschool, and so that's always been something that's really helped my children really stay engaged. Another thing I want to mention is a TED Talk that we talked about before in a previous episode by Sir Ken Robinson. He made a huge impact on the way many people view education and the importance of creativity. And that powerful TED Talk is still one of the most viewed ever. We're going to link that on our show notes. So, um, And it's really a must-see for all homeschoolers and really all educators. Yeah. De-schooling also helps your family establish new routines and rhythms that work for your homeschool lifestyle. It allows you to find a balance between structured learning and flexible exploration. Rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling can result in feeling overwhelmed and disorganized and struggling to find a sustainable rhythm. Right. I see that time and time again on the message boards where they pull their child, they're fearful, their child's going to get behind. And all of a sudden, so they just buy the first curriculum that somebody suggests, which is not a fit. It doesn't fit their child's learning style. It doesn't fit with their family. And they're just burnt out already. They're a month in. Right. Or they try and come home and they're like, oh, I'm going to cram this into like eight to three. Or sometimes it's maybe dad wants them to do a school day at home. And, you know, it's too much time. You get your schoolwork done in an hour and a half. And then you're like, what am I supposed to fill this time? Yeah, there's there's definitely more time. It also provides a precious opportunity to strengthen your bond within your family. It's time to reconnect and communicate and build that solid foundation for your homeschooling journey. And rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling, it could possibly really strain those relationships and lead to additional stress. And typically people are beginning this process because there's already stress involved from whatever environment they're coming from. So don't make it harder on yourself. No, definitely don't. De-schooling also empowers your child to become a self-directed learner. And this is going to be totally different from what they were doing in school when they were told do this and do that and answer these questions and do this project. They're now going to take charge of their education, set their own goals, develop essential skills of autonomy, critical thinking, and problem solving, all with your help. Right, exactly. And de-schooling fosters a growth mindset where they're going to learn to embrace challenges and persevere and view mistakes as valuable learning opportunities. That's the moment where we all grow. 
Rushing into homeschooling without de-schooling can inadvertently reinforce a fixed mindset where mistakes are seen as failures and hinder the development of resilience and that love for learning that we want them to have. A lot of times the school environment is set up for this. Right. Up to this point, your children have been schooled, and we want to educate them. Don't get the two mixed up. No, they're different concepts, really. Deschooling opens the door to real-world experiences. Your child will have time to explore their community, engage in hands-on activities, participate in practical life skills, and discover the wonders of the world outside the classroom. Like, they're going to love seeing what's going on during the day at the grocery store. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And, of course, we talked about this before, but it ignites a lifelong love for learning. By allowing them to pursue their interests and passions, education really becomes an exciting adventure filled with curiosity and exploration and continuous growth as they grow and mature and even move on from graduation into the workforce. Yeah, it's really an exciting chapter of your homeschooling adventure. You know, even though, like we say, this is before you start homeschooling, this is part of it. It's integral. You're really going to witness your child's natural love for learning flourish or even return. It's quite possible you're coming out. Not everybody's coming out of a traumatic event, but some people are and or have seen their children struggle or be bored or maybe have their natural curiosity quashed, this is going to let that love of learning flourish. They're going to uncover unique passions and strengths. Deschooling is going to empower your family to create a vibrant educational atmosphere where curiosity reigns and creativity thrives. Yeah. And by stepping away from that traditional structure of education, you're going to discover a whole new world of possibilities where your child truly can shine. Right. And a book that I really want to recommend is one that we both love, The Brave Learner by Julie Bogart. It's a must read for parents who are de-schooling or rather really all families embarking on a homeschooling adventure. Yeah, you can read that anytime during your homeschooling. I recently reread it and loved it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's such a great book. It's perfect for parents who want to tap into children's natural curiosity and make learning that lifelong adventure we talk about. And Julie's approach is all about embracing their unique interests and learning styles. And she shares practical tips for turning your home into an exciting learning space and encourages a mindset of wonder and exploration. With her relatable and down-to-earth style, this book is like a trusty guide that will help inspire your little ones. And this book is not only on our bookshelves, it continues to be reread by us over and over. You just reread yours. Yeah. And after you finish listening to this episode, be sure to visit our website. We're going to write up all of the show notes and have links to everything that we're talking about. So it's just really easy for you to access and reference. Every week, I like to create free resources that complement that episode, so be sure to sign up to our newsletter so you don't miss any of that exclusive content. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, we would love it if you went out there and gave us a thumbs up or even comment on the episode thread. So how do ID school? You may be wondering what your child should do all day without that traditional school structure. So fear not. Instead of worrying about how to fill their days, let your child's interests and curiosity guide the learning journey. By fostering a nurturing environment that supports their passions and encouraging them to explore nature and dive into books and engage in hands-on activities, you're going to witness that magic of de-schooling unfold before your eyes. So embrace this adventure, cherish these moments of discovery, and watch as your child thrives in a world of endless possibilities. 
really encourage them to let their imaginations run wild, whether it's creating their own stories, building epic forts, or designing intricate worlds. Imagination is a super valuable tool for exploration, problem solving, and creating expression. And here's the cool part. It's not just for the little ones. Nope. Even your older children can benefit big time from this process. If they've been stuck in a school environment for most of their lives, it's even more crucial for them to rediscover that natural curiosity that might have been buried deep down over the years. Let's bring back that sense of wonder and let their imagination soar. And I know for a lot of you with older students, you may feel a lot of pressure as high school looms or possibly they're already in high school. But I assure you that you do have more time than you realize. Yeah. There's so much time wasted in a school environment that you won't need once you're homeschooling. Your older students will be amazed at what they can accomplish in a shorter amount of time per day, freeing them up to things that they would have never had time for before. Exactly, which leads us into pursuing passions and hobbies. De-schooling's that perfect time for your child to dive deep into those. And whether it's painting or playing a musical instrument, coding, baking, this allows them the freedom and time to explore and develop their skills. Like, feel free to uh, get out some of those old uh, craft projects you never finished. Or, you know, if you have older kids that you're bringing home and you have younger siblings at home, this is a chance for them to reconnect and bond over toys. Like, everybody loves to play. Right, like, sometimes school has a way of kind of severing the relationships and siblings when they're yeah. in different grades or making you grow up too fast where right. you know like hauling out that old wooden train set <laughs> and being like play with this with your little sister then you come up and you see who's really playing with it it's you know the who's older playing? <laughs> i've seen your 21 year old play nicole oh exactly i still have the wooden train set so <laughs> there we go <laughs> Encourage your child to spend time outside observing plants, animals, and the wonders of the natural world. Nature walks, gardening, or even a simple picnic can spark their curiosity and foster that sense of wonder we all want. Yeah, we did that whole episode on nature and how it's so good for all kinds of it has so many benefits for everything you know your mental health your physical health and well-being so yeah go and look at read that one again or listen to that and homeschooling then, in the wild is what we call oh, it oh yeah, yeah 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 it was super cute so and it had a lot of great ideas for getting your whole family outdoors can also dive into the world of books. If you've listened to our podcast a lot, you know, Maria and I talk about books and All reading the, like time. every single <laughs> minute. So, but books are gateways to new worlds and ideas and perspectives. Encourage your child to read for pleasure. A lot of what they were reading in school was, you know, stuff that they had to read and they didn't have time to just pick up a book and read for fun. You can explore a variety of genres and subjects that captivate their interest, visit the local library, create cozy reading nooks at home to ignite their love of literature just go and get books and pile them around the house and let them just grab them and go oh that's my favorite time those quiet mornings yeah. of reading right? or, go, or go to the bookstore we love to wander we love to wander a bookstore in general anyway but you right. know, when you go and be like hey everybody can grab two books they like right it's a lot, so a lot fun. of fun you can also engage in a lot of hands-on experiments. Science experiments, art projects, and DIY crafts are fantastic ways to engage your child's curiosity and foster that love for learning. Encourage hands-on exploration, whether it's building a volcano, creating a masterpiece, or conducting simple science experiments. You know, I did that non-Newtonium fluid. We did yeah. the cornstarch mixture on that speaker. Right. And I put the video on our YouTube and it's, we've gotten, I've gotten some feedback. I've gotten some 
people that responded that they never knew that it would do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's fun. And we just did a whole science episode. So that also has a list of science experiments. If you need some ideas, there's some fun ones on there. You also can pursue community involvement. Deschooling provides an opportunity to connect with the community and engage in meaningful experiences. Encourage your child to volunteer, join clubs or organizations, and participate in community events that align with their interests. Now that they're home during the day, too, there's a lot more volunteer opportunities that open up for kids. Right. This is a great time when you actually can say, go watch TV. There's a million educational resources out there and shows and movies and documentaries to explore that you may not usually have had time for. So do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, we always like to start our week with donuts and documentary Mondays. Okay, so so I said I was going to do donuts and documentaries on Mondays this year. Did you do it once? We didn't because Cameron (laughs) is so involved. He is involved in everything. He has so many extracurricular. And electives that he chose this year, but he's happy and he's doing his passion. And yeah, so yeah, well, you can always come back to it later if you need it. <laughs> it's always just an idea out there, but you know, the gist is that we're telling you it's okay to watch a little too much TV or well, you know, media it makes me during think, this though, time. It kind of makes me think that you know, the donuts and documentaries Monday, it's a good idea, but it's my idea, and he has his own ideas, and that's the whole point is sure. to follow what they want to do. Exactly, you can watch the documentaries by yourself if you have time. I I do sometimes, actually. I love documentaries. I do, too. (laughs) Um, You also can take field trips. I mean, not right now that we said it was summer and everything's full up again with... (laughs) (laughs) Don't take field trips now. With homeschoolers. But uh, de-schooling can be a time to sell maybe a reluctant kid on homeschooling. So, you know, maybe you had to pull your kid because they were in a situation that maybe they didn't really understand, but you're kind of making this decision for the good of the family and they might not be on board. So this is a great time to show them one of our favorite benefits of homeschooling is, and that's getting to have hands-on experiences, museums and at the park and other places during the day when we have these places all to ourselves. So get out there. We also have a field trip guide that has like a hundred ideas. So Oh yeah, it's been downloaded more than any other part of our website. It's super cool. Deschooling opens up a world of possibilities for your child's day-to-day activities. Rather than worrying about filling up every minute with structured tasks, embrace the freedom and flexibility that deschooling offers them. Encourage your child to follow their passions, explore the world around them, and really indulge in activities that spark their joy and curiosity. Yeah, remember, deschooling is a time of self-discovery and growth and nurturing that love of learning. Are you guys sick of hearing us say love of learning? I'm so sick of saying it. But, but you know, sometimes <laughs> but it, we love it. It does need mentioning over and over. Yeah. We sometimes say it sarcastically in our house, like my kids. <laughs> what, are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like maybe Jillian won't want to do something that we're working on. And I'm like, well, you know why we have to do it? And she's like, yes, to foster a love of learning. <laughs> But it's true. It is. It is true. And so remember, again, that de-schooling is also for you. It's not just for your kid. This is when you can be doing some real life thinking about, you know, what's the worldview that you are wanting to portray to your child? What are the goals for your kids? What homeschooling style do you think is going to suit your family? Um, You can be doing a ton of reading and researching during this time. And so just let go of any expectations, like embrace this adventure and watch as your child's days unfold with wonder excitement and endless opportunities for growth for sure we are going to i'm going to have a huge list of all kinds of really great activities that you can participate because you're like what do what do i do if your child's like i don't know what to do i don't know you're just sitting around we have a huge list yeah 
a very simple list where you can just kind of pick through and hey let's do this today let's go fishing exactly because we understand too that you know some we tend a little bit to be a little type a sometimes so <laughs> de-schooling can sound a little overwhelming to think like oh go and kind of do nothing and embrace this nothingness but some of us like do want like a list and we so, have a list <laughs> we, we have, have a, a list. list for you so if you want you can check mark it um but it's meant to be a very casual like here's some ideas just kind of go with it right and like, really trust the process right and once you sometimes if you are drawing a blank and you just choose something hey let's try this today and you start and you just sit back your children often will take the reins so let them do that yeah sometimes you just need to start them yeah for sure and then it goes from there so how long should we do school well de-schooling is a personalized process that should be tailored to your child's unique needs and readiness the duration of de-schooling can vary, but it's crucial to observe your child's readiness indicators, their level of independence, and their learning goals. By embracing flexibility and keeping a pulse on their interests and curiosity, you'll be able to determine the right time to introduce a curriculum that complements their learning journey. Yeah, some people like to throw out like actual number suggestions, like they'll say, oh, take one month for every year that they were in school. But this really is a very, very personal choice. I will say maybe Maybe don't just de-school for like winter break or summer. You were going to take that break anyway. It's not really a break. It's really not going to let you get the results that you want. Remember that homeschooling is a dynamic and adaptable adventure. And so you do want to find that perfect balance between de-schooling and then starting a curriculum that's going to set the stage for a fulfilling educational experience. And sometimes that means that instead of starting a full-blown curriculum, you may just roll in a subject. Instead of starting everything at once, you may just start with reading a book, maybe just choosing a literature book and just reading a chapter right. every day. Right. It's possible that you were pulling your kid because they had like a struggle in one specific area. So that might be somewhere that you start, like you're doing your de-schooling thing, you've got your curriculum picked out, but maybe you're just going to start with math because that's where they were really challenged and you're going to work, you know, just a little bit every day on that and kind of ease into the rest of it. Exactly, because sometimes it can be overwhelming when you're starting this process. So give yourself and your child some grace as you maneuver this new life. Right. And again, I just want to say, like we said in the beginning, you're not going to ruin anybody by taking this break. Like this break is healthy and actually is going to benefit you more. It's kind of like all the things we talk about, about waiting for children to be ready when they're, you know, when you're talking about potty training or when you're talking about learning to read. De-schooling is kind of setting that stage for readiness again. Right. So I'm really excited that we put this episode together. We've been gathering resources and sharing other people's pages and sources for years, which uh, we do have a bunch that we're going to put in the show notes too for additional reading and everything. But I'm glad we finally had the opportunity to put something together that's our own and that we can share. That's been a big part of creating this entire podcast and website of resources that we're finally putting down on paper, on the internet, well, digitally. Dig digitally paper. Yeah, digitally and on audio the things that we've been typing and posting as responses for years on other forums. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know what? It's a small community. And I like that we've been referenced from other homeschooler blogs. And then we in turn, reference you know, them. reference back because yeah. we all kind of have the same philosophy and same goals in mind. Yeah, it's all about gleaning information and, you know, using what works for you. So right. we want to help with that. 
So remember, we're not going to be releasing an episode for June 8th and June 15th as we prepared <laughs> and recover and recover from our very first session and booth at the Texas Homeschool Expo. We're going to be back on June 22nd when we talk about our best and worst homeschool <laughs> buys. Uh-oh. What do you regret buying early on your homeschooling journey? What do you wish you had purchased earlier? And what are your best homeschool buys? That's going to be a fun episode. I actually surveyed a lot of moms to get this because it's not just you and me. Oh, yeah. We needed to reach out and get some so uh, consumer many, data. And there's a lot of repeats. So those oh, are good. really important for people to know. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Okay, we'll see you next time. See ya. Cheers. Be sure to check us out on our website at btdthomeschool.com, as in been there, done that, btdthomeschool.com. You can join our mailing list and get news and updates on future podcasts. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at the BTDT Been There, Done That Homeschool Podcast. <laughs>